everyone. Welcome back to Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. Hello. Hi. I don't think we did this last time. No, we did because you <laughs> laughed at me. Oh, okay. Julie just let me bring some laundry over. And when I say some, I mean all of my laundry. Um, I actually, I had to I had to find a different prop up for my computer because my laundry basket's at her house. Oh my God. So, <laughs> so you just left your laundry over there? Yes, I did. <laughs> it's now her problem. No, I mean she let me. She let me go over earlier. She left the, like the back door open for me yeah. while she took the kids to go get ice cream. So I jumped in, threw in my laundry, came home, did some work, ran back, switched the loads, yeah. came back, and now I'm here. So I am currently occupying her dryer, but it's fine. The load is so okay. big; it's going to take forever to dry. <laughs> so it's good. Do you have laundry in your building? Uh. In my facility, yes, it's mm-hmm. another building, so I would have to drive to it. I mean, I, mm. with the amount of laundry I do, I'm not walking the, mm-hmm. you know, three and a half blocks that it takes to get to uh, <laughs> where my laundry is. And it's always a pain in the butt because it's Bluetooth on your phone, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And it's it Bluetooth makes- on your phone? What do you mean? To connect to the washer and dryer and pay. Oh. Yeah, but there has to be a Bluetooth signal. And oh, if that's the, for some, fancy. It's great because it tells you, like, when you go back to your apartment, it tells you, ding, your laundry's done, yeah. you know, and you can run back and, you know, switch your loads. Oh, nice. Like, yeah. I mean, that's really great, except it's all, it's just a pain in the butt to, like, the phone has to find the specific machine that you've just put your laundry in. Oh, uh-huh. You know, so you end up, like, opening doors, closing doors, opening doors, closing doors, pushing buttons, trying to be, like, wake up the machine and be like, this is the one I'm using. I just put everything in there. Oh, it's this other machine you want me to use? Okay, take everything out of that machine, put it in there, you know. And it's actually easier to drive five miles to Julie's house and uh, and use her machines. And plus, (laughs) we get to do margaritas, so. Right. So, that's my reward for doing laundry is at her house (laughs) is she gives me a margarita. (laughs) Oh. I have to say, I thought it was so funny. Once I watched the episode, um, I was looking a few things up and other people who have done reviews on this episode mm-hmm. had to Google all the movie references in it, which cracked me up. Cause every time for me, every time a, a quote came up or a reference came up, I'm like, Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Oh, it's this. But others, uh, people had to No, Google I had no idea. It. I did too. <laughs> You can fucking laugh at me all you no, want. No, I'm laughing because I'm so fucking old. I, that's why. That's why it's like, oh, I know this. Okay, nobody else knows this. That's there, that's there how was, I feel. Well, there was one thing that I had to Google because it was more so. A, it's like this has to be something, but it's not uh-huh. ringing any kind of bell for me. And even yeah. Google, it did not ring a bell. And I'll talk about it when it, it gets there. Okay, because um, maybe I missed it too. And it wasn't. Then I had to like attach it to the name Supernatural. And then oh, I like, come up. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, uh, it was like a super, one of the supernatural wiki pages that okay. it said what it was. And then also listed like all these other ones that I was like, Oh, oh <laughs> I didn't know yeah. any of these. <laughs> that's, 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 well, I knew, I knew of pet cemetery. I have not seen it or read it, oh. but, but I do know about it. All right. Shall we? We shall. Right. Season two, episode four, children shouldn't play with dead things. A corpse with a black thumb. 
When the Winchester <laughs> brothers visit a cemetery to pay their respects to their murdered mother, they find a nearby grave with an eerie power to kill all the life around it. Written by Rael Tucker and directed by Kim Manners. Yay, Kim Manners. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm glad that the, uh, the, the summary just read was correct because mm-hmm. all the other summaries that I glanced over were mm-hmm. wrong. What like, were they? It, well, A, they listed a, a guest star who isn't in the show. Um, they misspelled Jeffrey Dean Morgan's name. Who uh, isn't in it? it? Who isn't in this episode except for in the, the recap. Uh, in the recap. Uh, and they said it was about, it, they say like after Sam is attacked by a ghost in a cemetery, all these things start happening. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? I mean, Incorrect. The, you know, the only part of that sentence that is right is attacked in cemetery. the cemetery. Yes. <laughs> that's all that's right about that. So I have to say, again, I did like this episode mm-hmm. a lot. Wasn't my super favorite so far, but they're still on an upswing. Um, mm-hmm. I still think they're the supernatural team is really building something good here. Yeah. Although I, I, I was hearkening uh, back to when you, at the end of our last episode, you said there might be children in this, considering that the name of the show, the yeah. episode is children shouldn't play with dead things. And I, and I watched the whole thing. I was like, there's no children. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but I understand because it's a movie title from like what, 1972 or something. Yeah, something like that, which I also didn't know. Um, that I didn't know either. Okay. So in this recap, it's very heavy on... Uh, like the last few moments with dad, his death, you know, Dean in the hospital. Yeah, the the recap alone has the word dead and death said like three times. Mm. And there's like three different images of dead or dying in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, dad on the floor, dad's body being burned mm-hmm. and and something else. I'm like, okay, uh, a little bit reaper. of death. Yeah, oh, right. So mm-hmm. just a little bit of death coming our way <laughs> in, right. in this episode. Right. Um, I, I've never paid that much attention to the recaps. I mean, I do because I like I like how they are. But this one, I was like, dead, dead, death, death. Yeah, they're kind death, of you know. beating a, a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> Raising. Um, yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. This one kind of stood out a little bit. So I was like, all right, this is not going to be a happy, fun no episode but they so in the teaser we see a guy with a gorgeous girl sitting at a table she's heartbroken he's bringing her alcohol chocolate and (laughs) emo rock all the (laughs) the things to make a recipe for a broken heart cure was it you who came across there was a girl a student in hawaii who mentioned something about like sad core music was that you (sighs) It, it was it was like quintessential how we knew that we were older than the people we were working working with is that this girl said you know it's so you know oh god sad core sad core <laughs> sad core music which was kind of the same as emo you know emo sad rock but anyway not you okay I don't Cut know that, that does out. it's not ringing a bell but that does that's not to say anything because my memory I, is awful. I just remember it, you taking me like you're never going to believe what this girl just said. <laughs> it was like Maybe that wasn't me. Maybe that okay. was Heather. 
Oh, maybe. <laughs> That's maybe. There's a lot of Heatherisms from my Hawaii times. <laughs> right. So, yes, sad moment. <laughs> Girl mm-hmm. crying in a kitchen. Guy trying to cheer her up. The uh, the other thing about this scene is that it is so gray washed, like so gray blue yeah. washed. I'm like, if you didn't look depressing with just the sad girl and the sad music and the guy saying she's sad, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the actual tone of the film itself, the color wash of, of what you're watching, I was like, oh, okay, I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, they like to do this like gray blue wash in a lot of episodes. Yeah, quintessential first season. There was a lot of gray blue wash going on. Sometimes yeah. there was a like a brown wash. I don't know. They they did a lot of washes depending yes. on the the, the flavor feeling. of the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one I was just like noted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're depressed. So, okay. Right. So this guy, you know, as they're talking, he's obviously very in love with her. Um yes. And she's like, you're such a good friend. Um, oh, friend zone. I don't like that term, but yes, that's, that's <gasps> oh, what's I'm sorry. going on there. No, I just, you know, it's... Is it You know quirky? what? No, it's... That's not fair. Just because a guy is friends with a girl and he expects her to... He's like, no, I deserve to be in a relationship with her. Like, that's not oh, fair. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. I... I, I hear exactly what you're saying, and that's not what I, I meant at all by saying. No, I know, I know. But I it, it, it is a friend like, zone situation, yes. It's like, no, yeah, you're, like, you are my friend. Boundaries. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Knock at the door. It, yes. Yes. Oh, no, it's him. It's him. I don't want to talk to him. Yeah. Uh, the, the friend goes to the door, opens the door, and, of course, it's a, an extremely good-looking guy who's like, mm-hmm. where is she? So I thought it, for a second I thought it was going to be a violent moment, but it wasn't. It was just... I, I got to talk to her, you know, and he pushes his way past the friend who was trying to do his best, like, you know, puffed out chest. Don't do this now. Leave her alone type of moment. See, I was just like, uh, this guy's name is Neil. I was just like, he like barely yeah. tried to stop it. He's just like, no, you can't talk to her. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's what I mean. It's like, that was his trying though. That was yeah. his trying. That's, that's, that's all he could do. I was like, oh dear. And they both go charging into the kitchen and she's not there. Mm-hmm. She has bolted out the window. Good girl. Yes. Except now she's upset and crying and driving her car home yeah. at high rates of speed. She's yes. crying. She's not at walking night, the road. It's foggy. She doesn't have it's her seatbelt re- on. Yeah. It's a recipe for disaster. And then she gets a call on her <laughs> cell phone. And then she <laughs> pulls pulls her eyes away from the road for like, it's like a solid 25 just seconds. Like <laughs> digging in her purse for the phone. She's like, dig, 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 dig. Yes. Flip phone, flip. What do you want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yep. Know? Good old razor. Yes. Pink razor, mm-hmm. which all of my friends had, but I couldn't afford. I, I had but, a razor, but not a pink one. Ah. Uh, did yours break really easily? The first one did not. The first one was like a brick. I could throw it across the room and it would survive. And then the next one I got, yes, it was like a yeah. piece of paper. You like look at it. It's like crumple. Oh, yes. It's like you like tear it apart. You're like, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So driving erratically, she does manage to answer the phone and she's like, I don't want to talk to you. And, you know, he's we don't see him, but we just hear his voice on the other line. And he's Mm -hmm. like, I'm sorry. And she says, you know what you did? I loved you. And she is still speeding, still speeding. And she loses control of the car and crashes like into Mm -hmm. the guardrail, smashes her head on the windshield and is dead. Is it not? E- not even a Volvo could help her survive that accident. <laughs> no. 
and that's is that where they flash to the title? Yes, it's the, the title screen. So the the episode picks up with Sam and Dean driving in the Impala. It sounds like they're maybe on their way to Kansas. I mean, they end up in Kansas. That was my guess. I didn't. Did you see a location anywhere no, I mean, in the episode? I didn't either. No, but they talked about going to Mom's grave. I'm assuming. Yeah, that that's what I. I assumed that Mom's grave was in Kansas as well. That was. Yeah. Because, I wrote a note. I was like, maybe Kansas is where yeah. they are. Because yeah. also her uncle placed a headstone, even though there was no body for the grave. You know, families tend to stay in one area. Yeah. You know, except for mine and yours. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, but Dean, you know, uh, Sam wants to go visit the grave. Dean doesn't mm-hmm. want to. And he's like, let's just go to the roadhouse instead. And Sam says, no, you go to the roadhouse. I'll, I still want to go do this, you know, and I'll yeah. hitchhike back. And then Dean's like, eh, maybe I don't want to go to the roadhouse and yeah. sit with all those weirdos, like, who don't know me. And guess I'll go with you. Yes, Which- he's there. He's at the headstone. He digs a small hole, buries, and pulls out Dad's old dog tags. And, yeah. you know, there's a very tender moment that he has with, with, with Mom, we'll say, um, where he buries the dog tags with her her in quotation marks as she is not there but right he says i think that you would have wanted these or dad would have wanted you to have to these. have these yeah yeah and it's very nice. sweet mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh meanwhile dean being off you know wandering somewhere <laughs> Wander. else he does see a headstone that says something about like a loving father like you don't see the name at least i couldn't on my screen i, I don't know if yeah it, yeah but yeah. it it just it highlights the uh, you know a very loving, loving father rest father. in peace which makes uh, him wander a little bit further off mm-hmm. <laughs> some more. Yeah. And he, he notices this, uh, like, dead, gnarled tree. Mm-hmm. And uh, as an aside, prop note, <laughs> this tree was used in Scarecrow. It was a tree I, that... You know, I was just like, is this... <laughs> is he looking at this tree because it reminds him so much of Scarecrow? <laughs> Scarecrow. Because it's the exact same tree. The props oh department... God. Uh, was like inherited this tree from the movie The uh, Exorcism of Rose uh, Emily Rose. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've been like sticking in in as many episodes oh. as you know as <laughs> <That's> possible, <laughs> as needed when you need a dead tree. Right. Um, go oh, get the tree. Funny. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and he notices this dead tree, and then he notices that this tree is uh, also surrounded by this like ring, this circle of dead grass dead right out grass a perfect circle of dead grass and there's also a dead bouquet just like lying there with a with a stick because this is like like a fresh grave yeah it's like a grave marker it's not a headstone yet yeah Mm -hmm. yes and he's like hmm (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah well he talks to i think somebody who runs the cemetery he talks to somebody and finds out Oh, this is girl named Angela Mason. Died three days ago. She's here. You know, she just got buried here. But like, look at all this dead stuff around it. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the groundskeepers who like killed the grass or anything like that. Yeah, there it's was no this, pesticides or anything. Yeah. It just. Uh, it just is happened. Mm-hmm. Just happened. And so, Sam's like, "What do you?" I mean, Dean's like, "What do you think? Unholy gray, unholy ground." Mm-hmm. You know, and Sam's like, "What? No, this is no." We're not doing this. This is a cemetery. You're looking for something that isn't there. Let's just move on from this. Yes. He's just like, don't you think it's a little weird that we just happen to come here for a different like, reason altogether? And you just are finding something? Like, yeah. yeah. Just Dean is obviously 
itching for something to happen. Like he's yeah. just the ants in his pants. He's just like, he's go. <laughs> I have to go do something. Yes. yes. And Sam is, you know, he's not too sure, but he's just like, okay, okay. let's go. Well, well, cause Dean says, you know, listen, I drove you here. I didn't mm-hmm. want to come here. So I came though. So you can go do this thing with me now. A little yeah. tip for Tad. Yeah. But it, I think also Sam is kind of just, uh, cause there's a few more interactions that they have coming up. It just feels like Sam is just kind of like, okay, I'll let you have this, you know, if you, you got to do what you got to do, you know, right. until it becomes too much, but. Right, 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 right. That's later. So he also, Dean also found out from the very helpful groundskeeper that the, mm-hmm. uh, the girl who died, her dad is a university professor mm-hmm. in town. So off they go to go talk to the dad and we see their first persona of the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they, they they knock on dad's door and uh, present themselves as Angela's friends, friends of Angela. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and oddly enough, the dad lets them in and Sam does his, you know, Sam bedside manner talk Mm -hmm, with the dad. mm -hmm. Dean is doing his Dean very, you know, methodical. Yes. But, and da da da. He also, I thought was very like made himself at home by pulling a book off the bookshelf. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, wow, that's pretty ballsy, you yeah. know, a guest in someone's house and you just, you know, oh, maybe he's not the house, they're at, they're at his office, his university office, but still. Yeah, I was like, uh, okay, so Sam is asking, you know, how are you doing? And Dean is, you know, saying, so, you know, how do you feel about, you know, her death and kind of feels like she's still around and, you know, which is normal. He was just, he was very cold to the dad's feeling i thought he's like oh look he's trying to be a softy and like empathizing with him he's doing a much better job than he has in the past i felt of of connecting but with the exception of lucas in dead in the water where he did like such a good job but like in between you know the third episode and this one (laughs) you know he's kind of just like let sam go do that and then he is like really brusque and kind of an asshole i did i thought that he was less of an asshole here because he because he was like yeah that must be really hard you know losing somebody like that right but at the same time he was trying to poke and prod and being like you know you must feel like you're seeing her everywhere right and it's it but this is like a pissing contest between him and sam you know right because sam is looking at dean he's not looking at the dad yeah. And every yeah. time he has something to say, he's saying it directly to Dean and not uh-huh. to the dad. Uh-huh. Um, I, I would, there's a moment, I forgot what was said. Um, the, the dad, the, the book that Dean pulled off the shelf, he's like, what is this? And the dad says, it's, uh, you know, ancient Greek. You know, I teach mm-hmm. ancient Greek. Something Dean said made Sam go from uh, caring and concerned Sam to like his, his forehead completely unfurled. Yeah. He kind of went from mm, to... Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to describe it, but I was like, oh my God, I can see his forehead. His hair has changed. <laughs> he he doesn't have bangs anymore. I'm like, now we can see Sam's expressive, worried forehead. Yes, yes, his five head, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but it took me a second. I was like, oh my God, he's parting his hair in the center now. Yeah. And he's got like his side bang. He, I was like, oh my God. I just thought it was so funny because his expression was so, that that switch was so big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what have we, we been missing all this time since he had bangs I know. You know, covering his forehead his five head pointless to the to our conversation but still uh there was just mm-hmm. something that dean said that made sam go uh 
okay, we're not doing this. This yeah. is, this isn't, this isn't yeah. about the hunt. This is something yeah. else. Yeah. Um, but the dad says, you know, he's still not hip to Sam and Dean, whatever their, their yeah, uh, yeah. tension is. He's mm-hmm. like, well, family is everything. You know, I miss her. I call her on the phone. Mm-hmm. And before I realize, like, even before I realize it's ringing, I'm like, oh my God, she's not there, but I still yeah. call her. And so that's his, his reasoning for seeing, thinking he sees her places, you know, yes. is, it's like, I, she's gone. She was my family. Family is everything. So then they go back to the motel or, or to a motel, I guess. Um, yep. They're still fighting. You know, Dean is insistent that there's something supernatural going on. Sam still is not convinced, um, especially since she... And the whole, the whole thing does not really evoke, like, vengeful spirit situation. There's, like, no evidence to suggest a vengeful spirit is, is happening yeah. here. Yeah. Um, Dean is still, uh, it's, it's like Dean is still wanting to do the hunt, even though he doesn't know what he's hunting. He is still, this is still his thing. He still wants to get to the bottom of whatever mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is. And Sam is following along because. Yes. Because he's a good brother. Yes. Um, even though yes. he's not convinced. That there's anything happening. Yes, and here is like kind of like where the tension starts because Sam does say is like I think that you're just imagining a fight so you can avoid thinking about mom and dad. And Dean shuts down. <laughs> yep, he's like I'm gonna go get a drink alone. Yep. yep. Bye. The next thing we see is Matt, the boyfriend, mm-hmm. uh, at home on the couch drinking beer watching home movies of him mm-hmm. and Angela. Yeah. You know, ha- happier times. Clearly he he's get- depressed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So finishes so get- one beer. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes to get another one. And while he's gone, you know, we see like the camera focusing on a living plant that was on his coffee table wither and die in a matter of seconds. Then he goes sit back down, you know, drinking his beer, pauses on the home movie, like with the close up of Angela with this big, you know, beautiful, beautiful happy smile. smile. <laughs> and he's just kind of staring at her. And then in, he sees in the reflection of the TV screen something kind of appear and it becomes more and more in focus. And it, I mean, it's a, obviously a woman in it's a white a dress. Person in white, yep. Can't really tell who it is. But then he turns around, you know, and his face goes, oh. <gasps> eyeballs get huge, yeah. his jaw drops. <laughs> Swing! Yes. <laughs> Swing goes the blade of some kind and blood splatters across the TV yes. in a very supernatural fashion. Yes. Broof. Yes. And so I we believe Matt has just been killed. Right. <laughs> According to supernatural. <laughs> right. The clues would would say that somebody yes. died. Yes. So then the next morning, Dean breaks into a house uh, <laughs> with a credit card. It's Angela's, you know, evidenced by all the photos of her on this. And Matt. (laughs) Yeah, on this, like, hutch thing. And he's, like, kind of walking around. And then this other cute girl comes out. And she's like, who are you? Oh, my God, I'm going to call the cops. (laughs) And he's like, persona number two. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I'm Angela's cousin. You know, her dad sent me over to uh, pick up some of her stuff. You know, I'm Uh I'm Alan Stanwyck, which I knew. From Fletch, because that's what I had to look up. You had to look up Fletch. Yes, I watched that movie endlessly in my day. I have never seen that movie. You would not like it. I wouldn't because I hate Chevy Chase. 
There you go. <laughs> I told you you wouldn't I like it. Absolutely hate Chevy Chase, but but no, that's the one I was just like. This has to be a reference to something. And when I first just typed up Alan Stanwyck, a bunch of like um, it was like a divorce attorney in Canada somewhere, <laughs> just like random everyday people. <laughs> and I was like, well, because it was mm. like an early '80s movie. It was right, and not like a. I guess maybe a cult classic movie, you know, but it's not like one of those that people throw out there as, a, oh man, this is a classic. You gotta watch it. Right. You know? It's not it like was... Caddyshack or right or you know, Animal any... House, mm-hmm. right? Or Vacation, he's... Family Vacation. I know there's Christmas all, all Vacation. Of, there's vacation, all the Vacation, the Griswold Family vacation. vacation. Yeah, I get oh. it. Chevy Chase is hard to take. Uh, yeah, but anyway, I I knew that reference just because. Mm-hmm of my scorching age difference. Um, <laughs> so anyway, he's able to fool her by just saying like, oh, how would I, how else would I have a key to your house? And he just right, jingles he, up some random keys. His car keys. Like, yes. He's just like, oh, okay. Okay, come in, sit down. And proceeds yeah. to like cry on his shoulder, basically. <laughs> uh, you know, while he's kind of pumping her for information. And you would think that, you know, as a family member, he would know all about his cousin. Uh-huh. Um, but she just keeps filling in the gaps for him, filling in the mm-hmm. blanks. You know, what was she like? She was great. She was great. She was great. Let me guess. Yeah. Was she great? Yeah, she was great. <laughs> um, but then she l- reveals that Matt, the boyfriend, mm-hmm. died the night before uh, by slicing his own neck. Yes. And she's like, who does that? It's like, yeah, who does <laughs> Who does that? Yeah. Huh. Which and she also says, like, he was he had been going crazy over Angela's death and had been seeing her everywhere, but literally seeing her everywhere right. like an acid trip or something. <laughs> so, but Dean's like, aha, <laughs> and where might Matt live? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Off he goes. Yes. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the motel, oh Sam. <laughs> my God. What a weird scene, I thought. I was like, where did this come what? from? Oh, my God. The Okay, so Sam Sam's is like alone sitting, in the motel room. Yes, he's sitting on the edge of the bed watching TV. And you hear from the TV, it's just like, next on the Skin Channel, Casa Erotica, Not Latin yet. Beauties. <laughs> four. <laughs> oh, yes, four. Um, all right, so... Casa Erotica, hold on to that because that becomes a theme. Oh, that's like the the supernatural the, brand of porn that yes, like their go to throughout porn. Yes. <laughs> Anytime porn is mentioned, it's Casa Erotica. Yes, there seems to be um, only Casa Erotica that exists in in, in their the world. supernatural world. Which I, this is what I think is so funny in many, if not most, of the motels that I've had to stop in over time have mm-hmm. the bible in the nightstand and the porn channel uh directory on yeah. the nightstand <laughs> it's like oh my gosh but very funny but dean walks in just in time to like probably catch you know oh yeah i'm sure like because sam does turn it off when he hears the the jingle jingle of the door knob right but, but i'm sure not. dean could hear what was going on? I'm sure he was he walks familiar. In. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he's familiar with the soundtrack of Casa Erotica. <laughs> so he just kind of stares at Sam. Sam is just playing dumb. He's just like, what? What's what? going on? <laughs> Awkward. Yes. 
<laughs> and then he does. He goes to the TV, and you see like the little trifold on top of the TV. Triple X pay per view. <laughs> Dean's just like looking at it, being like, "Okay, I know what you were doing." Mm-hmm. So B lets that go in the moment, um, and describes to Sam uh, everything that he found out uh, so far uh, yes. about the about the girl, about her circumstances, about the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam's like, "All right, you're probably right. This is a case." Yeah, yeah. Dean is really defensive over his, you know, imaginary case, and he's still defensive. Yes, yeah. he's still defensive after Sam admits that he's wrong. And he says he mentions Neil, and I forgot how he got. Oh, he stole Neil. Angela's diary. He like pulls up. He's just like, "But I uh, did find something at Angela's house, and he had right. stolen her diary." Diary. <laughs> and Sam's like, "You stole a girl's diary?" <laughs> yes. He's like, "Yes, yes, I did." Yes, and so um, then that is how they learn about Neil, bestest friend needles. in the whole wide world. <laughs> right. So here we have another alias. They yes. show up at Neil's, and they say that they're grief counselors. <laughs> which, looking at them, come on. <laughs> yeah. And they go on and on. Dean goes on and on about what kind of services they offer yeah, as yeah. grief counselors. I said Dean would not be a good one of these. Maybe Sam. <laughs> Sam would be a good grief counselor, not Dean. But everything that that he's saying in the moment about mm-hmm. people and grief, people do weird things when they're grieving. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. all about Dean. It could all be said about Dean and everything Sam says as the quote grief counselor could be said about Dean and to Dean. Yes. So it's yes. like Neil doesn't even have to be there for whatever it is they're talking about. No, again, and it, that kind of was happening with Angela's father too. It's like they were just talking to talking each other. in code, so to speak, like with each other. But anyway, they <laughs> learn from Neil, who is not really interested in grief counselors at the moment, but they do learn from him that she had uh, Angela had walked in on Matt with another girl the night that she yes. died, and she was so torn up about it that she wrecked the car and that he was so torn up about that that he killed himself yes yes he's like no he he definitely didn't kill himself over grief but guilt because he knows that it was his fault that angela his died fault. yeah meaning matt yeah yeah so this is pointing sam and dean towards this being a vengeful spirit yes mm-hmm. the more they hear about now now they discover that she's been cheated on you know now she's yes Yes, but because before, when Dean was reading her diary, he was just like, this girl's, like, too nice. Right, yeah. (laughs) Like, yes, this is definitely, like, a case, but we're getting farther and farther away from vengeful spirit because this girl is, like, the best. (laughs) (laughs) She's great. (laughs) Yeah, she's great. (laughs) She's great. But so because they're kind of thinking vengeful spirit, it's like, what do you do now? And Dean says, burn the bones. Mm-hmm. And Sam's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. hold on. <laughs> yeah, that was We're less not... than a week ago. There are <laughs> this no is a juicy bones. corpse. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Well, there would be bones, but it's covered with rotting flesh. <laughs> right. And, and Dean is like, since when did you become what? Squeamish? Such, like, such a sissy Mary. Yes. <laughs> you know? And Sam's like, uh, okay. Yeah. So, off they go to the cemetery to burn her bones. Yeah. Oh, there was a weird... Oh, 
I'll probably cut this, but I just wanted to say that there was, you know, Sam is just like, are you high? And Dean like makes his face like, like he has to think about it. It's just like, am I high? I miss Which- that. I mean, I, I remember the line. I don't remember the look. I just remember that. Like, I remember Sam, you like, are you high? She just died. Like, what? That's a lot of character for Dean. Like, why would he have to think about him being high? They don't get high. They get drunk. There's, so they go to the cemetery, dig up her grave, fight over who gets to open the coffin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or who has to open yeah. the coffin. And once they do, lo and behold, there's no nothing there. Body. But the inside of that coffin is just like shredded. Yeah. So I was like, was she buried alive? That was like kind right. of my first thought. I was uh-huh. like, oh dear, what kind of story are we stumbling into? Because then the next scene is Neil uh, going down into his basement, um, unbolting the door. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, like, chunk. Yeah. Big. And there is little Miss Angela sitting on the bed. Sitting on the bed. You know, saying like, hi, honey. Hi, honey. <laughs> oh, I hated that. And then they start making out, which was just and like, I, oh. I, And I hated that more yeah. because she kisses him. And at first you're uh-huh. like, ew. But then he goes back in for oh, more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, Dead girl. Hey, Dead girl yes. zombie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So back at the cemetery. <laughs> yes. So within this shredded up coffin, they do notice some symbols scratched into the wood behind the the sack like silk lining. lining. Yeah, yeah. Dean and recognizes it looks familiar. them. <laughs> yes, he recognizes it right away, and yeah. just goes into a rage for like the next couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. So they go back to Mr. Mason's house. Um, yeah. No more Mr. Nice Guy when it comes to Dean. Bam, like he's bam, just bam. he's like yes. pounds on the door, you know, he's just and the, being an asshole, you know. And then he shows the symbols to him. It, all of this is in a very accusatory, angry tone. He's just like, "Yeah, what are these?" Mr. Mason is just like, "Oh, well, these are part of a like a necromancy ritual, I guess, that like ancient Greeks used to do." Yeah, um, and Dean's like, "Yeah, for bringing back zombies, right?" Mm-hmm. You know, and the guy's like, well, as the legend goes, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, but what does this have to do with, you know, my daughter? Yeah. He let these two guys into his house because they were friends of Angela. Uh-huh. And, and Dean is just like tearing into him. Oh my God. And he will not let up, you know, and he's just like, what's dead should stay dead. And just like yelling at him. Sam, I think very quickly realizes like Mr. Mason had nothing to do with this. Like he can tell by his reactions and his emotions yeah. is like, no, he really is clueless about, yeah. about all a this dead evidence girl walking. that we found. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like, he finally has something to point to, like, see, look, he's got living, beautiful plants in his office. Yeah. Because yeah. one of the, one of the clues that, uh, Dean yells at Mr. Mason is like, these things are so nasty that they rot everything around them. Like, like rot the whole ground around them. And he, he's like, didn't you see pet cemetery? Which, Great movie. Um, the original, the original one. I don't know about the the newer one, but it's also a good book. It's an easy, easy Stephen King read. Um, mm-hmm. But when he said that, I totally thought about Family Guy. And there's an episode where like Peter's dad dies, but he doesn't want to pay for like the funeral. So he decides to bury him in a pet cemetery. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> and his dad comes back to life as like this evil zombie. Oh. <laughs> he ends up like having to beat his dad to death with a with a <laughs> shovel, and he's like bam 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 bam, and he's like, okay, okay, let's go to the real cemetery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think, oh so yeah, I, I remember that. So I have that like image in my head as soon as Dean said that. I'm like, that's not what they were trying to invoke when they did that. <laughs> no. Pet Cemetery is a scary movie. It is definitely a scary movie. So, but he's right. Everything that's buried in Pet Cemetery comes back evil. Yes. Okay, so as they're leaving the house, because Mr. Mason has, like, threatened to call the cops, and he's just like, get the hell out of my house, fair enough. Uh, (laughs) Now Sam is 100% honest, and he's, like, stopped kind of letting Dean do his thing. He's just like, no, dude, you are on edge, you are erratic, you are scaring me, which is not easy to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you just need something to kill. And if there wasn't a case here, you would have found something to kill anyway. Tail spinning. You're tail spinning. This is killing you. Yeah. You know, you're not dealing with whatever you're, you're having on the inside is killing you. Yeah. And you won't talk to me about it. Right. And Dean doesn't, still doesn't really acknowledge, you know, he's just like, all right, well, we got to get out before the cops come. Like he has a half-ass apology where he's just like, yeah, I'm being an ass. I'm sorry. But right now we got a zombie on the loose and we have to figure out how to kill it. Yeah, Sam realizes he's not going to get anywhere again and says, our lives are weird, yeah. <laughs> which which is true, which yeah. is, a, you know, so there's this high tension moment in that scene and then, you know, a little, a little you know, pin in the balloon to yeah. give us a break, you mm-hmm. know, from, from their tension. So it's a yeah. little redirect of, you know, our lives are weird. True. Yep. True. Your brother is potentially homicidal <laughs> and yeah. you're chasing a homicidal zombie. Yes, um, that's weird. So Neil with Angela is now kind of second guessing his decision to bring her back. Did you go see Matt? Did you get out? Did you? Right. Um... And she's like, "No, honey, I couldn't do that." Yes, you know, we he's already like, wasted you... enough time talking about this. Yes, yes, and he was just like, "You always seem a little different." <laughs> and uh, she's like, "Well, I am different because I." Learned that I truly loved you. You brought me back. She very quickly convinces him, you know, to just kind of not think about it by climbing on top of him. It's like, oh, you know, he's distracted by zombie sex. Yeah. So uh, at the motel, they're researching, I'm assuming they're researching how to kill zombies. Uh, Sam's like, "There's, there's no one way to do it. Like, there's no one proven way to do it because zombies are like, prolifically uh sci-fi you know horror flick things so it's just the internet is just full of you know fiction how to kill zombies yeah yes um there's also like different kinds of zombies like there's i don't know exactly what he was reading but you know it's just like you know for this zombie you kill them this way for this zombie you kill them that way you know (laughs) right like feed their hearts to a wild dog or yeah it's like there's nothing like no headshot. Uh, there, <laughs> yeah, there's maybe no silver bullets. I mean, maybe we can give yeah, how that they, a try. I ha- yeah, I'm not quite sure how they focused in on that, other than the fact that they already had silver bullets. Right, like they, and silver that was, bullets that was tend to kind of their, kill most kill things, things, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that was something that was already in their arsenal. So they're like, all right, we got silver bullets. Let's uh, let's give that give that a try. And, there was uh, another um, movie, movie reference, reference there. It yeah, well, because because Dean says, "Can't we just kill him with a headshot?" Which, uh-huh. Yo, you've been watching too many Romero movies, which he did right. like the Night of the Living Dead, 
Right, so, which is like his most He's famous. a big zombie filmmaker. Yep. Interesting that their lives are hunters and Dean still likes like horror films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't come home from work and listen to opera. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But before they, they head off, they're still brainstorming. Yes, as into like, who actually brought her back. You know, if it wasn't her yeah. father, it was probably this guy, Neil, because in her mm-hmm. diary, you know, she's constantly, like, talking about him. Like, he's such a good shoulder to cry on and, yes. and all this sweet stuff. And this is where another movie reference comes in. Dean mm-hmm. says he, he's totally, like, unrequited ducky love, which is from Pretty in Pink. John Cryer's character is ducky. Uh, Molly Ringwald. Not, I haven't seen that. That's okay. It's it's a total. I know 80s of it. Flick. I know of yeah. it. Of the uh, who's the director that did all of those? John Hughes. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, and plus, Neil has access to um, all of Dad's ancient Greek books because he's the TA. He's Dad's TA. Yes. So yes. and that's really what has, kind of solidified because it, it's Sam is skeptical. So it's like, well, I mean, just because they're you know they're close doesn't mean that he did it and Dean's like did I mention that he's the TA for Mr. Mason Dean did a really good job with this case like he did a lot of the research and investigating this whole episode is yeah yeah, is his he did it all Sam's just along for the ride yeah you know Sam's just there as bait (laughs) yeah yes um but yeah this was all Dean he did he researched everything he's he he saw the signs he figured out he he tracked he, you know, chased down leads. Snuck and into he, all the houses and did searching. Yes. Like yes. Sam did nothing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Except try porn. to, yeah, and try to hold, and try to hold Dean back. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, if, you know, eventually did go along with him, but was always yeah. trying to like, let's rethink this type of thing. Yeah. They decided to go back to Neil's mm-hmm. and they break into his house mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> Neil, it's your grief counselors. <laughs> We're here for a hug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, oh, Dean would not be good at this. No, no. So they're sneaking around Neil's house um, looking for something, and they see all the dead plants, and mm-hmm. um, and they happen across the bolted basement door, and Dean gets an awesome dig in at Sam. <laughs> you know, Unless this is where he keeps his porn. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and Sam's like, really? <laughs> Total dig on catching him. Mm-hmm. Um, so they unbolt the door. They head down into the basement. And I wanted to point out the music, the background, the underscoring. It's so, like, um, scary movie zombie music. It's the, the like, baritone. It's the mm-hmm. low double bass. It's the cello playing. It's all that literally scary movie music yeah which i loved in the basement they don't find her but they do find like a loose window panel it was like a vented (laughs) window (laughs) um so now it's like oh man she's probably gonna go kill again like we have to like we really have to find her like stop joking around because he makes a a beaches reference uh hey at least he knows what beaches is you know total chick flick Bette Midler. So then they are brainstorming about who could she be possibly going after this time. Boyfriend's already dead, but it takes two to have sex. You know, she's probably... Hardcore sex. (laughs) Another dig at Sam. 
hardcore sex. <laughs> and I think that's it for the for the salmon sex jokes in this episode. Right. But um, but yeah, it takes two. Yes. So it was like, okay, so she's probably after the other woman. Who would the other woman be? Dean says, you know what? Her roommate Lindsay was like really, really, really torn up <laughs> about Matt's death. So yeah. I would guess maybe her. Yeah, I love it. I actually wrote a note just like what you said. I said, Dean is connecting all the dots on this one. You came to the realization before I did. <laughs> <laughs> so then we see Lindsay. She's staring at a picture of Angela and Matt because she's packing up all of Angela's things. But then she sees, I th- isn't it in the reflection of that picture? Ref- yep. Yeah. That she sees Angela behind her, which yep. unexpected for her, I'm sure. <laughs> With like, right. Oh. Right. oh. <laughs> And uh, turns around and what, what does Angela say? Like, Lindsay, I'm home. Yeah, I, don't, I wasn't paying attention to what she oh, was saying. Oh, well, it's, anyway, and like grabs her, like, <laughs> yeah, grabs. And they, they fight and they tussle mm-hmm. and Angela mm-hmm. grabs these giant pair of shears mm-hmm. off the counter and is now chasing Lindsay around, trying to stab her with these shears. And luckily, Lindsay's a kind of spry, I guess. Yeah, I and don't know able where to somehow, this came from. Like trip her or knock her down or something, but Angela falls onto the scissors impaling herself on the chest. Yeah, I mean she just we just see her fall on her face, but obviously yes. her hand is tucked under her body and now she's yes. not moving. Right, so and like, Lindsay she, like rolls her over, right. you know, sees the scissors like sticking out of her chest and her eyes are closed, and uh, now is when Lindsay's like yeah freaking out, being like, oh my god, what the hell is going on? What's going on? She died. She's here. She died again. <laughs> I don't. Know. She tried to kill me. What's going on? And then her Angela's eyes open. She gets up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And starts this after is, her. This, yeah, well, this was oh, scary because yeah. she grabs, like, Lindsay's hair, like, behind her neck. Yep. And, like, slowly pulls the scissors out of her chest. And, and it's just, like, with really... blood. And- yes, very menacingly, like, threatening her with the scissors like she's going to stab her. And then cue the boys. And they yep. start shooting her with blam, the blam. silver bullets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which doesn't really have a huge effect. I mean, it stop it like stops her from what she's doing. And it yeah. kind of kicks her back a little bit, but it doesn't uh-huh. have any real effect on her. No. And uh, they keep shooting at her mm-hmm. <laughs> until she turns and runs and jumps out a window. Mm-hmm. And Dean follows. Yeah. So Sam Sam's got the got the roommate has Lindsay. You know, Pat mm-hmm. Pat they're there while yeah, Dean's yeah. off chasing. <laughs> The zombie, and like two seconds later, comes back through the window, and he's like, "Damn, that dead chick can run." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she really can, right? So, uh, the Angela got away, um, but Lindsay was saved. Yes. Um, so the next thing we see is the boys. Well, now they're like thinking about. It's like, okay, strike silver bullets because that didn't really do anything. Right. I mean, maybe, but it didn't drop her dead there on the floor. So what's like the next thing that we can try? Sam says, well, maybe we could nail her to the coffin bed. You know, that's popped up a lot. And I think that's where the whole like staking a vampire through the heart came from, which I believe is true. I think that is like why that whole. To to actually just hold them into the grave and keep them there. Yes. And uh, they're like, okay, if that's all we got, let's, you know, let's give that a try. Yes. But, but Dean is like, but that means we have to lure her back to the cemetery. You know, right. like, how do you lure a zombie to the cemetery? Mm-hmm. Right. Enter Neil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they, they go back to Neil's 
and totally just like cut him down. Like we know what you did. Stop trying to play innocent. You know. uh, but he does. He like he plays dumb for a while, Neil. Even I, though they're like, we literally know that you brought your girlfriend back to life with this Greek ritual, right? You know, <laughs> and we can we can undo it. Yes, uh, but she killed Matt. She almost killed Lindsay. We saw her. Yep, and he's just and like, he's, no, yeah, I don't know what you're talking no, about. Yeah, no. you know, do you know where she is? Yeah, she's she's back at the house. You know, mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, looks down, dead plants everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and for a second, I actually thought that maybe Neil was afraid, mm-hmm. you know, and Dean saw that, and that's why he leaned in and is like, you know, you should come with us. We're going to go do was. this ritual. I think um, he was because when Neil said like, "Oh, she's back at the house in the basement," and Neil, um, uh, Dean is like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah," and then he kind of like Neil. He looks over a little bit, like he does this weird kind of shifty shift thing. Which could either be he's just a bad liar and right. just kind of signaling, yeah, yes, or automatically like look towards the closet, yeah, door because, because Dean Dean makes a note like he looks at the closet door and then realizes she's here, you know, that right. you know, that with the dead plants is like, no, she's definitely here, yeah, yeah, no, because I was actually looking for like that subtle or that not so subtle, like look to the closet, she's mm-hmm. not here, you know, yeah, but yeah. I didn't see it, which is why I was like, oh, maybe. Maybe he doesn't know she's there, you know, or maybe he really does think that she's back at the house, but, you know, and is oblivious to the signs of the dead plant. I don't know. There was just mm. something about that scene that I was like, maybe he, maybe there's something redeeming here. Like maybe he is afraid and is, and needs help. But when Dean says, come with us, Neil says no. Yeah. And so, you know, mentioned <laughs> Dean talked about a ritual to, to change her, to kill her again, to. Yeah. And it's obviously it's a made up thing because even yeah. Sam was like, "What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? all these, need all these random things. We need candles. We need candles." <laughs> but uh, I did, I did think yeah. that Neil was a little scared. I think maybe he was even so scared that he didn't want to to leave right there with them because she is right there in then? the closet. Right. You know, it's just like, does she? You know, what if she just pokes out? out? I mean, I don't know. I think he was just confused didn't really know what to do like so scared that he couldn't make a decision yeah maybe yeah yeah no i i get that i get that um because then yes you're right dean leans in and is like listen you have to leave don't make her mad don't make any sudden moves just just quietly leave and go yeah meet us at the cemetery i i made a note just to pop back for two seconds um Mm -hmm. when dean was first confronting neil um about bringing her back from the dead. He says, when someone's gone, they should stay gone. Don't oh, mess yes, with I'm, that kind of stuff. I made that note too. Yeah, and we, we jumped. It's okay. We get so wrapped up in the scene. I know. But that's the second time that Dean has said roughly the same thing. Yeah. Once something's dead, it should stay dead. Yes. Um, and that when it comes back, it's not good. Whatever yeah. comes back. So the boys leave, and then Neil brings Angela out from the closet, and she's like, listen, you, you, you have to help me. We have to go kill these guys because they're going to try yep. and kill me and you don't want that. And also you can see these gunshot wounds on her, like the visible parts of her body right yeah. now. They're like festering. They're not healing. Yeah. No, Even. no. And the stab wound is still pretty visible too. Right. Right. But yeah, the bullets um, are, are, they didn't just hit her. <laughs> no, no. It's definitely, it looks like it's like 
seeping out silver or something or just like making it rotten right there i'm not quite sure but it's not good it's not a good look and he even is just like oh (laughs) yeah and he's like oh my god you did kill neil i mean kill matt yeah you know everything they said was was true Mm -hmm. but then he's like okay I'll go get the car. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you we'll wait here. Cemetery- yes, you wait here. We'll go to the cemetery together, but I'll go get the car. Mm-hmm. And he tries to sneak away, but Angela shows up outside yes. by the car and says the exact same thing she said to Matt before she crashed the car, which is, how could you? I loved you. Snaps his neck and yeah. kills him. And then we never see Neil again or hear about him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So at the cemetery... Sam and Dean are, like, lighting candles for this, like, fake ritual. Where did they get all of these candles? <laughs> Target, on the way to the cemetery. <laughs> you know, like where they got the, the dead wood or the black wood or the whatever what? it was like they needed. two dozen candles that they're, like, lighting around the cemetery. <laughs> Do you know how long it takes to light that many candles? Yes. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Sam was just like... Well, this was an interesting way to get her here. <laughs> the was like, I couldn't yep. think of anything else. I don't know. <laughs> but while they're lighting these candles, they hear like, you know, twigs snap, rustle, yeah. rustle. They have a knowing mm-hmm. look. It's like, okay, she's here. Yeah. Um, and they both go off in separate directions. Yes. So uh, Sam but- is like searching for it. He's got his gun out, you know, listening. And then behind him, she appears, and he hears it. It's Clearly like, knows there's somebody there. Yes. You know, but turns around. she gets a little bit closer, yeah, and then whoosh, turns, gun out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she tries to plead with him. She's just like, listen, please don't. I'm, I'm just a person. You know, I didn't really I didn't ask, ask to be, to brought, be back. brought back. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm still a yep. person, and he shoots her in the head. Said, <laughs> yeah, as soon as she said, I'm still a person, he's like, nope. Yeah. Blam. Shoots her square in the forehead. Mm-hmm. And then she <laughs> chases him. <laughs> yes. And damn that dead chicken run. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought she was an excellent um, physical actress. Like the way when yes. she... I know I don't know if it was all her or there was a stunt, stunt double kind of yeah. there. But whoever it was... They had like was, excellent movements because it wasn't CGI. It wasn't those glitchy things that we've seen the other woman in white be, you know, right. or these other ghosts. This was just all her. Like she kind of ran like a crazy yeah. person. And like she like, meant it, you know, like yes. she, wa- she was. Yeah. Yes. And then when she like when she got hit in the head, you know, she did this like great snapback yeah. of the bullet hitting her. Anytime yeah. any bullet hit her, she just had this great, like, you know, yeah, you could she did physically her... see it hitting her. Yeah, I agree. She was a great physical actress. So she chases Sam. Sam trips and falls, and she... She tackles him. Yes. <laughs> Knocks the gun out of his hand. I know. And, and pulls up his like... hair and is about to snap his neck, too, yeah. um, with only moments to spare. Then Dean comes along and starts shooting her. And shooting her. And shooting and shooting, her. yeah. Shoot, <laughs> shoots her into the grave, which I thought was yes. great. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then while she's falling backwards into the coffin, Dean, like, he throws down the gun and he's running. He pulls out a stake. I don't know, I guess, at, at what any. He had it. It was, like, in his, it was in his hand because he'd had, like, this whole, like, stance going on, like, where he had, like, the gun over uh-huh. it, kind of, like, 
people can't see what I'm doing, but <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. He does kind of do this. Like if this was the steak, you know, he was holding it like in his hand against his, his arm okay. like this, stabilizing his gun. I, I know exactly what you're what you're saying because I can see it. Nobody else know. knows what the heck. You could be balancing your hands on your head, and you know. but yeah, so but he yeah. pulls out the stake, and he's still running. Like because mm-hmm. she had such a lead, he's still running, yeah. and he does this perfect like slide into home. You know, baseball oh, yeah. slide into home so that he doesn't jump like just jump into the grave. He's like mm-hmm. into the grave, mm-hmm. and hits her with the stake doesn't go all the way through and she's going no wait don't please and he just he pushes it in mm-hmm. and he didn't have i have to say that same he did not have the same look that he had when he like cut the head off the uh the, the volcano vampire <laughs> vampire uh in bloodlust he was just very matter of fact this is what we have to do you know yep. i can't listen to her please she's be- you know yeah boom this is what yep. we have to do this is the job mm-hmm. Um, and I was very thankful for that moment. It was the job and not yes. Dean like enjoying it. Right. Because um, then for the third time after she is finally dead, he says yep. what's dead should stay dead. And it looks like she is. <laughs> it looks yes. like they, their fake ritual uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. worked. <laughs> the staking worked. So, so then the, it's uh, the next morning. They have finished <laughs> burying her again. You know, they're patting the, the dirt yeah. with the shovels. Have you seen this outtake? This no. is You have to have seen this outtake. So they're standing with their, uh, Jensen and Jared are standing with their backs to the cameras, getting ready to like do the pat pat of the, yeah. you know, shovels uh-huh. on the grave. And Jared goes, pat, and he split his pants. He's like, <laughs> right right down the ass just rip and he's like oh my god i split my pants you know and he's literally doing that like puppy looking for his tail thing he's trying to like get around to like look to see like his pants rip and he's laughing so hard he just runs away laughing jensen is just dying Um, so I, i was like I, I, it's one of my favorite ones. He's just, they just can't contain themselves. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. At least that, I mean, that was something that happened to them as opposed to like the pranks they play on each other later. That was just. Right. Yeah. It wardrobe was just, malfunction. It, well, that's like that time <laughs> with that one show. Do you oh my remember? God, Ben. I, yes, I don't remember what show it was, but there was something that every, every time that this moment in the music came up, Ben Everybody and would, a couple other people would just start twerking in the it, back. I have that video. <laughs> I know you do. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets like so low because he is like a little bodacious guy. You know, he's got yes. a little bootay on him. And then he yes. gets a little too low and then he, he stands up. He's like, pop. <laughs> yep. You hear the pop. You hear the scenes yes. go pop. And he stands up and grabs his butthole. He's like, oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's like right before his entrance. Yes. And I think it was like, a show, wasn't it? Like wardrobe to the stage. Yeah. Wardrobe it to the stage, a, please. Yeah, wardrobe to the was, stage. <laughs> it was not a dress rehearsal. It was. No, it was a performance. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, yes. And see, the thing about live theater is you can't just like cut. And wait until you get a new pair of pants. New, new pair of pants. And guess what? There aren't new pairs of pants. Just no. standing by for that. No. Yes. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yes. And the look on his face when he stood up after yes. he realized like, oh. he ripped his pants. And he's like, I enter at the end of the scene. Yeah. <laughs> my entrance is next. Oh, now I'm going to have to go back and watch that video. I wish there was you a know. way we could insert that clip. 
Ben, do we have permission to to show this? Put it on uh, like Twitter and stuff. Oh, definitely. Definitely will do. Okay, so um, anyway, they've buried her again. As they're walking away, though, uh, Sam says, you know, hey, I think she broke my hand when she tackled yes. him. Yeah. Boom, that was the, I, he actually did I, break his hand. Yeah, and I had forgotten that you had said that, like, from the other episode. <laughs> and it wasn't until he said that. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so he oh, had to yeah. do this entire episode with a broken hand, uncasted. Yeah. Because of continuity, because they didn't realize it was broken until halfway through this episode. So he had a and soft then, cast, and then the next episode, he's casted. Yes, and then the, sec- <laughs> and, um, the second time I watched it, after I remembered, you know, that you uh, said, oh, he broke it, and then they had to, you know, make a cover for it, and kind of, like, watched his hand. And, yeah, he was, like, barely using it. Because even in the scene, like, right before this, he, when he pulls out the gun from his pants, you know, he uses his right hand... Mm-hmm. Um, which may have been him or somebody else, I don't know, but pulls out the gun from his pants with his right hand, and then when he's walking around, he has it in his left hand. Mm. Um, so I, did. I kept an eye on, like, the hand that he said was broken. I like that they're like, nope, continuity can't give you a cast. I'd be like, um. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> broken arm. Yeah. Or broken hand. Right. So as they're leaving, you know, Dean looks back. It's like a lingering look at yeah. mom's headstone. Sam asks, do you want to stay? You know, it's okay if you want to. And he's like, no, let's just go. Then they're in the car. Silence. Dean's just got a face. (laughs) (laughs) Then all of a sudden, without a word, he pulls over the car, stops it, and gets out. I love that camera shot, by the way. Mm -hmm. So the camera was, like, facing the Impala as it's coming up this mountain road. And as soon as Dean starts to pull off the road, the camera pulls off with it. Mm-hmm. And I loved it because the camera kind of takes you along for the ride. And it was unexpected as a viewer. Yeah. So that, you know, you expect to just see the car pull off, but the camera pulled off with it. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. take us along. That was great. Yeah. The location was really beautiful, too. Oh, like, my god. Where gosh. they stopped. That's not Kansas, but okay. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was beautiful. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Dean gets out. Sam gets out. You know, and, and Dean basically admits to Sam that he was right. No, I have been acting very erratically. Yeah. Um, he says he says I'm sorry, and this time yeah. he meant it as yes. opposed to, "Okay, I'm sorry." Yeah, I've been an asshole. He actually said, "I'm sorry," and meant it. Yes, and then he apologized for Dad because he was Sam's dad too, not just him. And then speaks the words that have been on his mind and what he assumes Sam's mind as well. That the only reason that Dean is alive right now is Dad gave his life for him. He mm-hmm. doesn't quite know how it happened or, you know, if the demon is vol- involved. Probably, you know, because the cult was gone. gone. Because when he woke up, it was a miracle that right. he came out of this coma. I, I made a note to myself that I I couldn't paraphrase this this scene and everything that no. Dean says. Because yeah. I can't do justice to it. And so I wrote down three things. I'm alive, a miracle. Dad's dead. The cult's gone. And the recognition that he says, you know, you must have been thinking this too. Mm-hmm. You know, I've said it out loud. It, it, it was just, it, they hadn't spoken about it. You know, they hadn't no. spoken about this particular, you know, conundrum in their life. Yeah. As to how did dad die? Yeah. How? Why? Why am yeah. I alive? And dad is right. dead. Right. And that was another thing. Dean is like, I was dead. I was dead I and I should have stayed dead. So theme of the episode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, but but even though, I mean, that's the fourth time he said it, 
every time it means something, mm-hmm, you know, different. it's, yeah, it means something different, but it's not, it's not overkill. It's not beating us over the head. It's, it's, you, you look back at all the times he said it and you're like, oh my God, he's been saying this about himself every single time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as you're watching the episode, it's just like, he's saying it about in that moment, about the thing in that moment. Yeah. But mm-hmm. now looking back, you're like, holy crap, he's been, this whole episode has been Dean, like basically hunting himself. Right. You know, and wanting to get to the bottom of, of him. And so he's, he's feeling a lot of feelings right now. And you can see how torn up he is about, you know, he's guilty that he's still alive and that dad isn't, you know, and he didn't really get to have that choice. You know, that was something that dad made for him. He was your dad too, Sam. You know, I basically took him away from you, not through any choice of my own, but you know, that's not fair. He's, it's not he's fair so, that I'm alive, that I should have been dead, you know. What the hell happened? This right. this mystery is is too much for me. Right, and now it's not fair that you know you are now burdened with that as well. Yeah, you know he's, you know he's been trying to keep Sam out of all of this, and now he's like, now he's burdened him. So he's so, it's like Dean has the burden of the question. He has the burden of now having included Sam in this, mm-hmm. and the burden of they don't have answers. I mean that's I mean he even says you know what could you say to make this all right. Yeah. You know, Dean says that to Sam and he doesn't get an answer. He's not expecting no. an answer, yeah. but he's torn because see, he's like, see, this is why I've been the way I am. Mm-hmm. And there's no answer. There is no, the hunt didn't fix it. You know, yeah. there was no, we killed the bad guy and now the sun rises and everything's uh-huh. good. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's another heavy ending. You know, mm-hmm. even bloodlust, you know, it was, you know, kind of like, phew, you know, things ended okay, but it was still the Dean's final look is mm-hmm. still so burdened and so heavy because they don't have answers. Right. And now Sam knows what Dean is dealing with, at least part of what Dean has been dealing with. Also, right. the, the knowledge that he may actually be broken if he was brought back from the dead, mm. that Sam may, I mean, Dean may actually be I don't want to say evil, but not right. Right. Yeah, a very emotionally heavy season so far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> only yeah, only exactly. four seasons in. Uh, um, episodes <laughs> in. Episodes. Wow. I can't believe we're on episode four already. <laughs> but another another great episode of, of yeah. acting on both sides. I'm glad we mm-hmm. get to see uh, Jared's expressive forehead. Um, <laughs> uh, Jensen still doing great great acting i think yeah. without it being without being over maudlin or overdone yeah um yeah. even the you know the gray wash was lifted slightly for uh this final scene looking over the mountains mm-hmm. um yeah but it wasn't like a bright sunny day for sure even though you could see it was a beautiful bright sunny day but not mm-hmm. on film <laughs> right episode i it it, i hate to say it but it's one of those that makes me want to go to the next one because Mm -hmm. i need i need relief from the tension i need an answer just like dean needs an answer i need to know that in the next episode they fix it and everything's Uh okay right did you like this episode i did like it yeah i i kind of wish that there was a little bit more to the to the monster part 
meaning like how it came about, because they just kind of threw that one away as it was like, oh, it was just a Greek necromancy ritual. And then right. that was it. I, but I guess that's just residual from the first season of, and even like some of these, like the, the clown one, the whatever that yeah. was, the Rakshasa, <laughs> you know, the, the research part or the figuring out of things, you know, is very yeah. light on that. And it needed to be, it did, because this was a, a, a Dean heavy right it's, it's not it about was focused the on dean's emotions yeah it wasn't about the monster but yeah but yeah. still i was I, kind of interested like well what, what kind of ritual like what is this specific <laughs> is this right right you know more than one symbol right. I, I also my first thought was well how did she get out of the coffin right you know because the even though the the dirt over her grave in that perfect circle was you know the grass was all dead there wasn't any dig marks it wasn't like a fresh looking grave yeah. And so it didn't look like that Neil had gone and dug her up again. I was like, right. there's a lot, a lot happened over that grave. But I mean, that's just, right. what is that extension of disbelief? Yeah. Right. And also if she clawed herself out, you know, wouldn't there be like a hole in the right. dirt of like where she like right. came out? Like um, right. in Buffy when she <gasps> crawled her, when she oh, took herself yes. out of her grave? Ooh. Yes. Oh, that was, oh God, such a good episode. Uh yeah, I mean, but at that point, I guess in that point, we didn't know she was a, a zombie when they first open up the uh, the coffin. We still think that yeah. she's a ghost or a, a vengeful oh, spirit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe by if they had shown that she had clawed her way out or that he had she had been dug out, right? That it would have given away the zombie side of things. Who oh, no, knows? It was just like one of those, like, oh, look, we have to find some way to reveal these symbols <laughs> in the wood, yeah, right? <laughs> This already has a tear in it. Let's put it here. Right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this commentary of episode four. Uh, Please, if you enjoy us, subscribe to us on anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Um, We're on pretty much all of them, with the exception of a couple, but we're getting there. Rate us, especially if that platform has the... Uh, capability to rate podcasts it would be a huge help share us with friends and family who you know like the show um, or us you know doesn't I'm not picky about how, how or why you listen to us <laughs> just listen just listen uh, we also have fun things on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook uh, Twitter we are at salt and burn this Twitter I'm um, sorry Instagram and Facebook we are at salt and burn this pod so like and follow us there as well uh, and we will see you next week for Simon Said. So, not uh, Simon Says. Yeah, Simon Said. What did Simon say? I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. All right. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.